With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. NBA draft night. It's certainly not the Super Bowl of the drafts like the NFL draft is for us Cleveland Browns fans, but it is NBA draft night. It's it's here. I mean, it's been talked about, it seems like, for months, especially since the Cavs missed out on the playoffs and kept their number 14 pick. But it's here. We decided that waiting for next year to go live with the, uh, the WF and White Cavs cast. I'm your host, Josh Ploha. With me, Seth Wanamaker and the one and only Joe Gilbert, who is usually on the Browns cast, but he's joining the Cavs cast tonight. Yeah. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And as per usual, this, uh, this podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. I guess tonight we're just going to talk Cavs, give some live reactions, try not to spoil any picks. What? Do you know what? No, we're spoiling picks besides the Cavs pick. How about that? But just talk Cavs and NBA draft. I mean, and trades. Speaking of which, it'll be all three. So, Seth, Joe, how are you guys doing? Seth, I'll let you go first. I know you have a very busy and important weekend ahead. So, I'm so glad that you're joining us tonight. I did not, th- I figured it would just be Joe and I. But thanks for joining us, Seth, and how are you doing? Doing fantastic. I will be pretty tipsy in 48 hours at my wedding. I will drop my Venmo at the end if anyone wants to throw me, you know, a little nice little wedding gift Venmo at the end. Um, in all seriousness, no, man, I'm, I'm pumped up. Uh, we haven't been able to do one of these live things before. Where we were kind of live reacting, so I'm ecstatic. I'm happy to join both you guys and just run through this, man. This is fun, exciting. Cavs are gonna, you know, get one to four players tonight. That's my prediction. They will get at least one, not more than four players tonight. We're thinking somewhere in the middle there. Um, very excited, and yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and I guess kick it over to Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me this week. Uh, I love love the draft, so it's uh, it's gonna be a fun time today. It's been a while since we talked Cavs and actually had something to talk about uh, the past couple of weeks. So um, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, kind of did a move the earlier today that kind of opened up uh, more possibilities today. So it's gonna be a fun one. I love how Joe said that there's nothing really for us to talk about, and that's what we said last week, and it would be a short podcast. <laughs> and we talked for an hour and seven minutes on a cast cast last week. Just something that. Just bullshitting. That's all we did, and we talked for like an hour and seven minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, we have some time to go into the Cavs pick. I I don't know. It's weird being in the middle of the draft. I couldn't tell you the last time the Cavs were in, like, the middle of the draft with 13 picks ahead of them. I mean, they can like Jalen Williams, or they can like this guy. He's named Jane. Seth's guy. He, by the way, Seth did one draft profile in case you wanted which guy he likes, and it was on Usman Jane. So I think you can, I think you can tell which guy Seth wants tonight. You know, when you when you see your guy, you go get him. You write words about him, and then you stop because you know he's your guy. So I saw saw one too many clips. He looked too good. I said, "All right, stop the words." <laughs> yeah, like a month ago, Seth was like, yeah, I'm going to write a draft profile. And I was like, oh, shoot, maybe he'll write a couple more. And I was like, nope, that is Seth's guy, and he's sticking with it. And I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine with it. But I just don't think – unfortunately, he's tied up, skyrocketed up draft boards. 
uh, according to Mac Dress and the, just the insiders. And right here, the Kings are picking uh, Keegan Murray from Iowa. The first so-so pick of the draft, I think. The first Ridiculous. three were all like, yeah, <laughs> this was supposed to be Jaden Ivey. So now it's going to be, although this means five Detroit Pistons. They're Assuming they take Jay Nivey, does that mean they're out of the Colin Sexton sweepstakes? They're uh, they're actually looking at trading down it from someone on Twitter, Jake Fisher, I think it was. Um, so we'll see, but that's uh, that would be an enticing combination there, Ivy and Kate Cunningham. Those are two dynamics. And not players. Colin Sexton. I'm yeah. trying to keep this casual as right. much as possible. Right. Yeah, and that would be yeah, that would probably pretty much take them out on the position you would think um but yeah it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be that's one of the another thing kind of watch today how it affects free agency for the Cavs and and the suitors who could take uh sexton because detroit detroit made a move what was that yesterday um that kind of really opened them up to being a big big player in sexton's uh pursuit yeah, the, the faster the Pistons can try to send a max offer to DeAndre right. Ayton, the better. Because yep. I, I want those dollars gobbled up. So if they want to go right. get Ayton, that'd be fantastic. Um, and I think there there's an opportunity for a hell of a matchup between him and Allen over the next you know four or five years. But, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they max him out and take some of those dollars away from Sexton. Yeah. And it's crazy that they're going to give the max contract to, we'll call him Max Ayton, and he won't even be the best center in his division, huh? Jared Allen's by far better than him. We can all agree on that, right? Hairstyle and all. <laughs> I would. It's a. It's a. It's pretty close, but yeah, I would. I think just the trajectory of where Allen is, he keeps getting better every year. I think he can. He'll probably be end up better than him. By the way, I'm I'm watching the live. Can we? Though I think I brought this up during the NFL draft. The worst thing about draft season and. Uh, specifically NBA draft and NFL draft night, player comparisons. They are currently comparing Keegan Murray to Pascal Siokam. No. Like, it's always like, oh, this guy has a chance to be the next LeBron James. No, he doesn't. Just let the kid be. I mean, he's a 19-year-old kid. Why Why do you have to compare him to, like, current and former NBA? And The NFL best players? one The best one was, um, I think it was Jabari. I heard on the ESPN preview show, like, I think two days ago, they it was like a combination of Kevin Durant and I think it, who was the big I forget who the big was. It was another. Like, it was Chris Depps. It was a combination yeah. of Kevin Durant, like, Chris Depps, Porzingis. So like the greatest player of all time put together. <laughs> like what are we doing here? <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so crazy. That was like that was like my my sole take today was just. Like there's no projecting like, yeah, sure. Like guys get paid to do this, follow them year round, but you know, who you think is going to be great. Half of those guys are not going to make a second contract. You know, there's going to be one or two guys past like pick 15 that are really any good. Like it crap shoot once you get down. So yeah, I totally agree with both your points. It's like, man, after like three, four, five, it's throwing darts and a couple of them hit. And most of them do not. If you go back and look at draft statistically, you're not hitting on much past, you know, pick seven or eight outside of being, you know, uh, a rotational type piece. And not only you're not hitting on them, but like when was the last time a player of a draft prospect was compared to a current and former player and it actually turned into that guy, maybe LeBron and MJ. I'm, I'm sure LeBron had MJ comparisons. That's probably it. It's just, I think it's like, there's, 
so many other aspects of the draft that we can talk about without including player comparisons. Right. Right. You can you can go over their skills, their strengths and weaknesses. You don't need to freaking compare everybody. I know they love to do that, but I yeah. think didn't they compare Evan Mobley, which hey, I'm not gonna this is the only player comparison I like. They didn't they, they compare him to like Tim Duncan. Who else did they compare him to last year? It was Kevin. Garnett. Like a, Kevin Garnett. Oh, Kevin Garnett and Chris Bosch. Yeah. I, I was like, not, oh. not bad. I'll take it. I'll take I'll it. I'll take it, but like, where are you getting these player comparisons from? <laughs> Three Hall of Famers, not too shabby. <laughs> I'll take it. And Tim Duncan, right. like a top, top 10 of all time. But no big deal. <laughs> to the next pick, by the way, Pistons are taking Jaden Ivey. So the top five Jaden Ivey guard from uh, Purdue. Top five are basically expected, except Keegan Murray and Jay Navier are flipped. Now I guess this is where the actual draft starts. No, I don't think anyone has any idea who's going six. Yeah, and just going back to the Ivy, as Seth was saying, this might take him out of the Sexton, hopefully. Cross your fingers, uh, take him out of the Sexton race. So that will be uh, kind of good for them. But it's also bad because that's a hell of a pairing, Caden. Caden and Ivy are going to be uh, they're going to be tough to handle. I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> Any, um, I wanted to bring this up just while we're kind of in, in between picks. Um, Josh, maybe we can start with you. Any initial thoughts, reaction to the tweet Fedor put out today regarding you know Cavs have had conversation regarding Dejounte Murray as well as Derek White at the time. Obviously, didn't pick up White. But just any kind of gut reaction to that tweet from Fedor about Murray from San Antonio? Gut reaction, trade anything and anyone not named Jarrett, Evan, or Darius for DeJounte Murray. I'm fine. Imagine a backcourt of Darius and DeJounte Murray. My goodness. Talk about, one, taking the stress off of Darius as a ball handler. Two, I mean, DeJounte, it's a pipe. It's a Fever dream. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think there's teams like the Pelicans who have a lot more to offer for a guy like Murray than the Cavs do. But a guy could dream. A fan base could dream, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that that's like if you had to like dream up somebody to go at the shooting guard position next to Darius. I I don't think there's a better person to put next to. He's he's got the length to kind of help out Darius on defense. It's gonna that would have been that's probably like like the biggest biggest player that you could probably get this offseason. Um, it's probably a very, very, very long, long, uh, long shot. But, man, that's that's enticing. As, as you said, I would trade pretty much anything besides the big three on this team. What are your reactions, Seth? I know, I was saying, I know oh. you asked the question, but what's your, what are your thoughts? Oh, I mean, thinking about a lineup of Allen, Mobley, and Murray together, I don't – you know, you, you – t- throw two of us out there with those three, it's going to be a defensive juggernaut. I mean, I, yeah, words couldn't describe. Josh, you hit on it. It was pressure off Garland. Murray can obviously run the show. He's getting better jump shooter. His his advanced metrics are disgusting. He, he averaged two steals per game this year, which was, you know, tops in the league. He, yeah, I, I don't know what I would do to get him, but I, I certainly wouldn't shy away from, like you said, anyone outside of the three and, you know, two first round picks. I'm not like, I'm not like, sweating at that like he is such a huge yeah. dynamic guard i yeah words couldn't describe how elated i would be if they picked him up yeah. do it he'll be find a way please 
<laughs> uh, I'm speaking of the draft though. Back to the draft for a little bit, or for a second. Jaden Ivy. I don't think I've ever seen someone so emotional when they first get picked. He was teary eyed just talking to Adam Silver. But it's also cool. Jaden's mom. I'm 99% sure is the head woman's college basketball coach at Notre Dame. Yeah. So Notre Dame, so South Bend, Indiana, and Detroit, you literally can't get much closer than that for yeah. when you're yeah. talking about head coach. So that's probably part of the reason why he's crying, too. Not only did he just get drafted number five overall, but he's as close to the family as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a cool story, too. And um, there's a couple, like quite a few guys, which it kind of makes us feel old, but a lot of these people that – we saw play, or we know that our coaches are you know, have, not have family members. <laughs> All right, so I was trying to be sentimental and saying why he was crying. Derpy Gaming has another reason. For those of you not watching live, Derpy Gaming <laughs> said Jay Nivey is crying, knowing his career is already over going to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least we're not Detroit, right? <laughs> <That's the> saying. <laughs> oh, we got the uh, got the next pick in uh, Ben Matherin. Ben Matherin from Arizona. Or whatever it is. Yeah. He is another guy that skyrocketed up for. I mean, that a month or two ago, it was like, man, he'd be a great fit for probably like two or three months ago now. He'd be a great fit for the Cavs. He's a go like mid mid to late teens. And then like within the last month, it was workouts and stuff. Top top seven overall, no matter what. Like, Damn it. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting fit for the Pacers because they got Dorte or whatever. Um, and then they have Brogdon. Um, I think there's been rumors that Brogdon's on his way out, but um, it, it seems like it's going to be a rebuild there. So it's gonna. They're probably just going best player available, just like the Cavs did a couple of years ago when they went Sexton and uh, Garland. So it's a good pick. I think he'll be a pretty good player. All right. So I guess now that we have time to kill, and you just brought it up, Colin Sexton. I think all three of us can agree that we want him back. Mm-hmm. What is the top dollar amount you give him a year? Uh, I would say like 18. 18 million. Just maybe three. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind twenty, but three or four to, years. Uh, I would probably probably four years. Because it, it, anything in that range I think is also tradable. So, so four years. It's, it's not like you're locked in there and you're kind of screwed. Um, like four years, seventy-two million. Right, it's sort of like Tristan Thompson was like kind of, kind of we were screwed with that trans with that contract. I don't. It's a little different because the contracts are a lot bigger now. So I think that would that would be a, a good one to put on the roster. And, and if something comes up, we can trade them easily too. Seth, how about you? Man, it, it's tough. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I've done a little bit of a roller coaster with Sexton this offseason um, right after the season because of what we had to watch and go through, see what Garland had to put himself through. I was like, give Sexton whatever he needs, get him in. You know, this team needs help. Um, the past month or two, I guess we've all probably read some things that, you know, aren't so confident about him coming back, um, at least in terms of, I, I don't know, just. Just to me, the Cavs were highlighting him a lot at the end of the season. He was on the court. He was traveling with the team. He was, you know, they were showing him on promotional videos. And then just, you know, within the past month or two, Fedor and a few others, it just sounds like, okay, there's, you know, there's a disconnect on the price. Um, I'll be honest, guys, I'm, I'm struggling. I, I think, yeah, 
16, 17, um, somewhere in there. Um, it makes me nervous giving him a ton, not seeing some of the, some of the proof in the pudding. Um, I, I guess to say if, if he's definitely your starting shooting guard. So this is a big, this is such a big year, you know, if, if, if him and, uh, you know, if he's back, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm a little distracted. I'll be honest. I <laughs> but six to 17 is probably my number. How about you, Josh? So before I go on, you said starting shooting guard. Do you think he's the starting shooting guard? That's another good question. I think, I think Levert didn't show me enough to say for sure. I think it's honestly a competition. That's how I yeah. think about it. What do you guys think? I, well, can I go? And then I'll answer yeah, my, on, my first question, then we can go back. It's <laughs> a great question. It's a I great think, question. Man, we just, we just went, damn it. Now I have to answer two questions in one. <laughs> um, wait, what's I? Oh, I think Count Sexton, no matter what, six man. Karis LeVert has his, plays his best basketball in pick and roll. The Cavs' best pick and roll guy is Jared Allen, who's obviously the starting center. And then you have Colin Sexton, who, it's more of like a go-get-it basket. Do you really want him eating up minutes alongside Darius Garland, or do you rather have him lead the second unit? He might not be like the best point guard to lead the second unit, but I don't think he'd even be the point guard. I think he'd be the shoot- he'd be the shooting guard, but just to lead the second unit. And then down the stretch, we can figure it out. But I think Karis LeVert will be the starting shooting guard, assuming he doesn't get traded, and then Colin Sexton come off the bench. And secondly, to answer my own question, I know Fedor has been reporting a lot. The Cavs or Sexton's camp wants about twenty million a year. I'm mm-hmm. assuming the Cavs are probably with you guys, where they want six, sixteen to seventeen million a year. I'm. I don't think. Tw- I. I mean, the difference between twenty seventeen million a year and twenty million a year doesn't seem like that much, but the Cavs have all the leverage in this situation. I mean, he's a restricted free agent. If another team wants to come get him, the Cavs can match that offer. I don't think any other team in the NBA is going to give Colin Sexton more than 20 a year. If they do, see a Colin sign and trade coming. But I, I'm with you guys. 17, 16 to 18 million a year, I'm fine with. I mean, he's never – we haven't really seen him play on a good team yet, so we don't really know how he can play with, like, good team and good players like Evan Mobley and Darius Garland and those guys. But I don't know. I just think he'd be a big threat – off the bench, it's very clear that his teammates love him as a player and as a person. I mean, I think Darius Garland and uh, Colin Sexton are on vacation right now, or they're just getting back together. Mm-hmm. But I'm, yeah, 16, 18 million a year to answer my own question. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think I actually, I don't think the starting point, the shooting guard or wing is on the roster right now. <laughs> um, Ooh, at least long bring, some, bring some bold takes. I like it. At least long term, um, because I just don't know. Like it, I, in terms of like like the shooting, I think Sexton actually really does go well with Garland. Um, we saw it a little bit early on last season. He he looked like a different player. Like he played a little bit different, knowing that it was Garland's team. Um, well, he should have that Garland should be running the offense, but. Um, it just on the defensive end is kind of where I struggle with. Like he can't really, he and Garland, I, I just don't know if they can be out there together at long periods of time. They just, there's, 
it's it's just like it's it's going to be a lot of stress on the back end, and obviously that's why the Cavs built those the, the big two there. But um, I I I I'd rather have like a longer guy there, so hopefully they can get somebody there. And I don't think Levert really fits either. Um, he doesn't shoot as well, um, but we'll see. Um, I, as as Seth was saying, this is this season's going to be a tryout, so. Um, if they obviously sign Sexton, but um, yeah, it should be a tryout. You know, one, one thing I'm really curious about is the whole backup point guard piece, because that, I feel like that kind of plays into Sexton and Lavert a little, you, you know, like Sexton and Lavert are both going to be tasked with initiating offense. And I'm dying to know who that backup point guard is going to be, because we all know Rubio is not going to be it in October, November. So who, who is that backup point guard going to be? Cause I think that plays a, a a, you know, a role here too, in terms of potentially how it impacts the Sexton and Levert and how they look at them. If they get like a Tyus Jones, like a legit vet backup point guard who can run offense, they might look at, at Sexton and Levert scenario a little bit differently or their options differently. But if it's, if it's like run it back with Goodwin, then yeah, I'd, you need, you need some playmaking. And then I think you want both those guys back, but yeah, I, I'm very, very curious about the backup point guard position and, and how that gets resolved. Ty Ty Washington might be out there, fellas. I man, you had to bring up Ty Ty like you did last week too. My pipe dream, if I can dream it into an existence tonight, is Andrew Nemhard from Gonzaga falls to number thirty nine. That's that's the backup point guard from October to December, and then he can go on to Ricky Rubio's win and Darius Garland's win, and and the problem is, I mean, it's long been rumored. I think we talked about this last week too, Seth. Cavs and Rubio want to be reunited, it seems like. The dollar amount might be – Shane Sharp just went to the Blazers, by the way. Um, The dollar amount might be – I heard – I think it was Fedor yesterday say that he wants the full mid-level exception. exception. I don't know if I did Ricky Rubio that, considering he's not 100% and won't be until at least December. But if the Cavs want to bring back Ricky Rubio, their problem will be that they still need a legitimate backup point guard from October to December, but then they also need the said player to be okay with being out of the rotation after Ricky Rubio comes back. I think the only way that happens is if you draft someone. A veteran backup point guard is not going to be happy with that. That's just my opinion, though. And also, and also the, what we do at, at the three position, too, like Lowry's not really a playmaker. He, he's pretty much a shooter. He's, he's a big man. A converted big man. So, um, if they can get like a playmaker, sort of like Jalen Williams, um, I, I think they they could go in different directions. That's what I think the biggest thing with this team is they just need more guys that can do things with the dribble. They, there's just there's a lot of guys that they can take take a couple dribbles, but then they get they just get bogged down. We gotta we gotta get a guy that can get a few guys that can handle the ball and make plays for the rest of the team. Cause when it was, it was clear as day at, at the end of the season, Darius did everything. And when he was off the court, it was, it was brutal to watch at times. Um, so they didn't, they need to get some more playmakers on this team. Before you go on, by the way, bro, just back to saying all the, he uses a different verb to say who's going to be selected next. <laughs> for this current for uh the Pelicans are currently on the clock. Dyson. He said Dyson Daniels stands at the top of the New Orleans draft board. Just say they're gonna pick freaking Dyson Daniels, dude. 
At least Sham says sources New Orleans will select Tyson Daniels. That was uh, that was a spot for your boy though. Seth Jing was uh, rumored to be uh, very heavy on there. There's a rumor that he got a promise, I think, in the top 10, and some of the folks said he had an incredible Pelicans workout. So, yeah, you're right on. Yeah. We needed to make up something so Jane dropped. Like, we need to have, like, Larry Tunsil video or something. I think we could just tweet out his stats from the uh, New Zealand. Speaking of – that's true. Speaking of Google and stuff like that, did you see – I cannot think of it. Jake something from Wake Forest. He's going to be a late first-round pick. Oh, Did you see how Google had his age wrong? So NBA yeah. teams thought he was 22, even though he's only 20? That is crazy. <laughs> that is pretty wild. I and guess that- he was like a second-round pick, and then he said that and had to prove his age, and then now he's a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah, NBA teams are so obsessed with age. I mean, that's like that's a 10 to 20 spot you know, flip real quick, You know, going from 22 to 20. I mean, that's a big deal. Which can we also in- discuss how NBA teams use Google to find out ages? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's also more. That's I think more, that's the bigger problem. That's more disturbing too. But yeah, it's interesting because of age. I know age is very important to like the Browns, but like that, there's like a lot of there's a lot of stuff that go into that. But Wait, like, hold on. I'm I'm interrupting you before you go on. I had to go to the Browns. You can't. One, you went to the Browns. Two, you can't say age was important to the Browns when they drafted Brandon Whedon. I don't care if that was five GMs. Now the current the current front office. Thank you. You had to include that part because they drafted like a twenty seven year old rookie Brandon Whedon who didn't even know how to get out of the way of a flag on the field. (laughs) But yeah, it's it's interesting because if you look the past few years, there's been a lot of older good players that come out. Like Desmond Bain, I think was older in the draft. It's uh, it's interesting that. Teams are kind of shining away, even even like when the film looks good. Like it's it's interesting to see. So with uh, with Tyson Daniels going, there's a bit of a gap now with point guard, right? If you think about, you know, guys that are the guys that handle the ball, there's not a ton left that were projected to go in this area. I think I think Ty Ty is is probably like. 10, I knew, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that was the lead in the tie tie. Damn it! Well, when you look at who's out there, I mean, now now it's a lot of it's a lot of like guard forwards. I'm sorry, forwards for the most part. Um, our guy AJ Griffin's up there. We talked a lot about AJ Griffin and how good of a fit he could be with the Cavs, being there, you know, lock up their their, their uh, three spot. Um, I guess the kid from Wisconsin, but yeah, that's there's not a lot of like true true point guards kind of within this within this area now. For the Cavs and as a Cavs fan, we want centers and point guards to go. I know you said there's not a lot. The more centers that go before 14, the better. We should see a run on centers here in the next couple picks. Hopefully. Durant. We we need to stop with these 3 and D guys or, (laughs) like, threes and just – Stop drafting them until fourteen, please. My my guess is Duran and uh, Williams will be off the board, hopefully by by the Cavs pick. I've, I think the the Spurs have been interested. I think in in um, in one of the centers, and then I think uh, obviously Charlotte definitely needs a center because it, the, Zeller, the Zeller experience has not worked out so well. I forgot they had Cody Zeller as the no wait. They're Cody Zeller, right? Yeah, no but, Charlotte is Plumley, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, one Plumley. Of those, it's one of the twins. One of those it used big to be. <laughs> it, it used to be Zeller, though. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, they had a Zeller brother there for a while. 
They just keep passing off North Carolina Duke white guys. <laughs> uh, by the way, my least favorite thing about draft season is player comparisons. My second least favorite, it hasn't happened yet tonight, is trades. Where literally we all know that a kid's getting traded, but he still so has to wear the original team's hat. The worst thing. I that's it's so dumb that you can't announce things during the draft. It's like why? What is the point of that? What seriously, what is the point? Like, hey, the Cavs just traded up. So say the Cavs traded up to number nine right now, and so they're technically drafting, but whoever San Antonio drafts at number nine still has to have to think he's on San Antonio. It's the weird it's the only sport that does that too. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, you feel bad for the kid. I mean, it's like now he's got to you know answer some questions about maybe be there, maybe not. It's just like oh gosh, poor kid. Seriously, like if you, I, yeah, exactly. And like if you don't have, I'm assuming these draft prospects don't have tweet notifications. I'm maybe they'll get a text from an agent or something. But like, oh yeah, how disappointed would you be if you went from freaking the Bucks if you got drafted by the Bucks, but in reality the Kings traded for your pick? There's been a few instances, I think, where the player was, like, a little bit confused uh, when they were, like, interviewing. Like, they didn't know what freaking team they were traded to. It's, it's uh, the it's weirdest thing. So dumb. Oh, man. Man, there's been – okay, we're still on, we're still on number nine. We haven't gotten yeah, but... a Woj Bomb yet. Or a Sham – yeah, sh- what, what's a Sham – is it Sham's Wow? Is it a Woj Bomb and a Sham's Wow? Sham Wow. Sham Wow. <laughs> I totally just thought about that off the top of my head right now. That was no cheating. This is an interesting spot here for the Spurs here. They can go in. Who are they going to get? Well, who are they going to get to replace Dejounte? Because he's obviously going to the Cavs. (laughs) This is they're 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 a team that likes international guys. So uh, Zhang could be. Don't hey don't don't say that. No, if I say it, come on, it'll be a jinx. Don't want to see me. Don't want to see me cry on the on the cast here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm seeing a lot on Twitter about you know opposing teams. The New York Knicks are mentioned are trying to trade with the Pistons to go get Jaden Ivey even after they yeah, selected him. But James Edward the third just tweeted Pistons are keeping Jaden Ivey despite several attempts from rival teams. Mark Stein retweeted it. So sounds like yeah, a lot of teams nuts. really fell in love with him. They'd be nuts if they <laughs> unless they got some just crazy star. It is the Pistons. Too. That is true. As Derpy Gaming said, Jay Navi was crying because he already sees that his career is over because he's on the Pistons. <laughs> They're gonna be a fun team to watch. They will. Unfortunately, I mean, if they or if they sign DeAndre Ayton, that core three of Cade Cunningham, Jay Navi, and DeAndre Ayton could be really, really fun and troublesome for the teams like the Cavs in the Central Division. And you got uh, what? What's his name? Stewart, Isaiah Stewart, coming off the bench. I mean, he killed the Cavs every time they played oh, him. He's so yeah. damn physical. I mean, he's just yeah. he's just a pain in the ass to play. I we went to we were able to go to the uh, the Saturday night. What was that? No, Friday night All Star. Pretty much the Cavs. Uh, it was pretty much the Cavs versus Pistons for most of it. It was, it was the rising, the rising stars. Right, yeah. There's, I think there was like what three Pistons in there: Stewart, um, Caden. Um, I forget who they there were. were. Three. Now that you say that, Dyson Daniels was in that too. By the way, he was. There's a couple of G League and Ignite guys that run. I think he, I think he was on Mobley's team. If I'm, I think Jaden Hardy was in it too. Who's supposed to be a late first yeah. round pick? Yeah. Let's see. Anything I mean, San Antonio. I wonder why what's taking San Antonio so long. They only have a minute 30 left, and the pick hasn't even been leaked yet. 
Pop probably makes him not leak it. <laughs> Pop, he only has a he only has a landline still. It takes a little while for the landline to reach the cell phone. <laughs> oh, Speaking of I landlines, did you see Bobby Marks said? I did. Saw Bobby it. Marks. Oh, current Jeremy Sohan. Jeremy that is Sohan. good news, by the way. Wait, how did you? Wait, who did you get that from, by the way? Woj, you just did it. I'm updating. Okay, so the tweet notification because you said it, and then I got the tweet notification. Yeah. So it must go live on Twitter, uh, Twitter first. Um, that's that's good news for the Cavs, by the way. So, a guy like Sohan going before fourteen is good news for the Cavs. Mm-hmm. But well, oh, Bobby Marks, so his current ESPN front office insider. Back in nineteen ninety eight, he said that or he was a Nets GM. He said that the Nets didn't have a pick in the draft, but obviously you're still like waiting around for trades and stuff. They were wondering at the end of the draft why they didn't get a single phone call about a trade. Their phone was unhooked the entire draft. How? How? How do you allow that to happen? Be a thing like the Browns. They'd have some PowerPoint and then forget about the phones being unhooked. <laughs> I know, dude. A uh, current God, if anybody did that currently, the, the whole front office would have been fired. Imagine, <laughs> imagine going to tell your owner that. Oh, sorry, boss. Our you know our IT guy didn't check. The phone was unhooked. It's like, it's like, I'll just go walk myself to my car, go box up my shit. <laughs> Seriously, I feel like that's like step, especially if you're on a pick. Is that like step one once you enter the war room? Is you would think that would be step one. Them? Okay, let's check the phones. Someone call it and see if we can get it in here. <laughs> oh, man. So now we have nine. Oh. We have uh, Jimmy Sohan drawn here from Baylor. Man, I mean, there's some players there. Wait, who has the. You know? Yeah, it's going so far. Like the top eight were like somewhat expected, but nine Sohan is. I'm trying not to. Be, I'm trying not to get he's too a, excited about the Cavs. He's another yeah, international he, guy. So, yeah, John Johnny Davis still on the board. That's a guy who's a lot of people yeah. have been kind of up yeah. and down on. Like, is he going to be there and scratch Don't that? Don't tell any of that. these. Don't tell any of these four teams that Johnny Davis yeah. is on the board. Maybe they yeah. forgot. Johnny Davis might be the my top guy on the on the current board he's right my, now. He's, he's my top guy. His Man. his he would fit perfectly in the third three spot. He would be another playmaker on the on the on the starting lineup. He would it would be and then defensively he's pretty good too. And he's uh, a winner. Yeah. 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 And he keeps oh, getting better man. every year. Drink. Everyone has to drink. Seth just said he's a winner. <laughs> he loves to win. He's hard nosed. <laughs> That's another thing, by the way. I the like when you describe a draft prospect, saying that he loves to win should be like you should be fine for that. Which professional (laughs) athlete doesn't like to win? (laughs) Well, I just heard Kyrie is it Kyrie? That's true. Kyrie, (laughs) we're not talking about Kyrie in this podcast. This is a non Kyrie podcast, but seriously, I just I, I heard it from something, maybe it was. I was watching the College World Series or something. They were like, "Yeah, you have to love this kid. He loves to win." I'm like, "Why do you play sports if you hate if you love to lose? Why you don't?" All right, but enough about another another big thing with Johnny Davis is he's he has a Taco Bell commercial, so that's a positive. Uh, a negative about Johnny Davis is he is going <laughs> to the Washington Wizards at number eleven. No. Oh. Wait, we're well, at eleven. That was short lived. Yeah, we're at well. Twitter's on eleven. TV's on ten. Who's ten? 
Who the hell is 10? Oh, wait. Oh, so I'm two picks ahead. Hold on. Uh, My bad. Washington Wizards are 10. I read that Yeah, the Wizards are 10. So, Giant Davis, number 10 to the Wizards. I think that that was one of the rumor spots for him, too. So, yep. So Griffin, Griffin fell out there from Duke. Fall, if AJ Griffin falls past the Knicks here at eleven, yeah, that was I think Griffin's like kind of base there was uh, the Knicks because I think the CAA he the GM is I think the former agent at CAA and then uh, Griffin is a CAA player. So we'll a lot of mocks had AJ Griffin here. Yeah. Wow. Don't do it, Knicks. Do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, AJ Griffin is definitely he's probably the top guy now off the board on the board. Um mm-hmm. he just got a, he's probably got the highest upside uh, close to it besides Jang, which Jang has just like an astronomical <laughs> upside. Um but yeah, it's uh he would be he would fit perfectly. He, he has the one thing that can you'll know he'll be in the league for a while is is just shooting as elite. He's one of the best shooters in the in the draft, so Wait, who are you talking about? Griffin. Okay, for some reason I thought you were talking about Giant Davis. I was like, what, the, what oh, highlights no, no. are you? What highlights and stats Johnny, are you looking Johnny, at? Johnny is gone from my mind. He's gone. AJ. <laughs> I mean, I heard rumor on the street has it that AJ Great AJ Griffin gained even more weight this week. So I made two. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! Let's see. It's a really oh, interesting man. spot because Charlotte, Charlotte's at th- thirteen and fifteen, and we're you know the Cavs are sandwiched between. So that, yeah, it's going to be very fascinating to see how, what they're going to do. Um, yeah, you got to think if, center, right? I mean, Joe, to your point, they, you got to think yeah. center. Yeah, because the, the, I, Mitchell oh, Robinson's a free agent, so I think you got to go center. When in doubt, in the wait, NBA, hold on. You think the Knicks go center? Yeah, because in the NBA. Center is the most important spot. It's oh, you're being you're being a, you're being a hopeful casting. No, in reality though, do you think they go center? I, I actually think they won't, but uh, you never know with the Knicks. So I think with AJ Griffin there, you had to take AJ. I mean, as a Cavs fan, yeah. I hope they don't. But then if they don't, I mean, Charlotte. I know such a spot. Charlotte, Mark Williams. If they if Charlotte doesn't take Mark Williams at thirteen, if he falls there. A lot of teams coming to call the Cavs to get ahead of Charlotte's second first round pick at 15 and taking Mark Williams at 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh, I was just thinking that you're 100% right because the Cavs are not likely going to take a center. I'd be pretty stunned. But if, if the Hornets pass on it on third because they know the Cavs won at 14, maybe the Cavs get a good deal. Yeah, you're 100% right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's also... I'm going to clip that forever and say, Josh, you're 100% right. And just whenever I need some positive reinforcement, I'm going to play it. Um, <laughs> on loop. On loop. <laughs> uh, there was a talking about more kind of players that might be traded up for uh, Jalen Williams, which is probably the second guy on the board, I would say. I would love to have. Um, the, 
I think who was it? Sam uh, Sam Vicini uh, from, from the Athletic. Yeah, he in his mock draft that uh, the Cavs are high on him, and then a couple, few other teams behind him. So there could be trading around here too uh, for him. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I think this is this seems like the area where we may get a little crazy with the trades and shit. Wait, did Woj really just explain Giant Davis as a point guard? Because someone just tweeted, Giant Davis is 20 years old and had more turnovers and assists this year, this season. Woj, he is not a point guard. Woj, dude. There's, Giant Davis is nowhere near a point guard. He was a point if guard. If you're drafting him to be a point guard. <laughs> yeah, he was like the dude all guy for Wisconsin, but holy cow. I mean, yeah. Giant Davis is good, but don't just don't talk down about him by saying that he's a point guard. Yeah, that is not – if you watch, like, the Big Ten tournament, that is not how you would classify that, man. He is uh, – <laughs> he can go get a bucket, but he is not a point guard. One thing I will say is that there is a f- – so there are three picks before the Cavs right now. A.J. Griffin or Usman Jane. Oh, man, just one of them drop. Please. Someone take some weird – two of you take two two weird picks out of the three. Please. It is funny, um, you know, like every year before the draft, you get like, it's going to be a wild draft. It's going to be trading all over the place. And one of them this, this, this time around, it was John Collins will not be with the Hawks by the end of the draft or something. And now there's already a report that he's going to likely remain. I'm like, <laughs> this, this, this stuff always happens. They need, they need some – Talking points, I guess. I, I honestly thought this Woj thing was like him tweeting about uh, Paulo Bancaro going number one like an hour before the draft. I was like, oh, this is just a talking point. He's not actually going to go. It's going to be Jabari. But holy cow. I mean, that's a, a storyline in and of itself, by the way. I don't, I don't know if we talked about this during the podcast or prior. But like the ups and downs, it was supposed to be Jabari Smith number one overall for it seems like a month or two now. And yeah. then last night – Vegas somehow Vegas, Paul Baker went from plus 500 to minus 250 overnight. Vegas had it first. <laughs> yeah, Vegas had it first. And it's crazy how Woj can change uh, draft odds, or not yeah. not draft odds, but uh, betting odds so much. Just yeah. one single NBA reporter. Yeah, because in the morning he it, because it, it changed overnight, and then in the morning he said it's pretty. The league pretty much thinks it's Jabari. That changed it, and then what? Maybe an hour or two before the draft, he he tweets that out, and it changes back. It's pretty wild. Let's see, nothing yet. Yeah. So I'm in the. Oh, go on, go Seth. I was gonna ask real quick, just while we're in between, um, maybe one through five. One being not happy, five being ecstatic. Joe, what would be your reaction to the Cavs drafting Abaji at this point? If you know, fourteen rolls along and. Gets announced, Abaji. Are you are you one? Nah, not not too excited. Or five? Are you pretty pumped up? Probably two and a half. <laughs> I would be like I would. It would like I understand it. He would help right away. I think, but like for the for a pick that might be the last pick in the lot lottery. Hopefully, knock on wood. Uh, for a while, um, it's not very not very big. Uh, Go for it, home run. It, more of like a single, safe single. <laughs> yep. Josh, I, I, I didn't know Joe was going to stop talking that quick. I was looking at oh, the yeah, Sorry. 
No, you're good. Uh, I, it's the most I, – I would still be excited because of what he offers, but of the top 14 picks, he would be the most boring, if that makes sense. I think Seth and I, week, Ochi, he fills a lot of holes that the Cavs have. He's that he's a good mm-hmm. three and D. He's good at shooting. He can yeah. defend. He can probably start at three right off the bat. Even the two, if you want to start Lowry. Um, but oh, given his age, I'm sorry, Seth. Oh, it's, I just I'm got sorry. to too. Sorry, Seth. Poor one out for Usman Jane. Wait, that means AJ Griffin though. AJ Griffin though. Well, there um, goes our there goes our Kevin Durant. Great, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I think no, it was, but, I think it was Giannis and Kevin Durant put together. It's <laughs> more morphed between. That'd be the per- that'd yeah. be the most perfect basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, as long as it's not KD's personality. As long as the, the right. said person has Giannis's personality. Giannis's personality would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about though? I just lost my train of thought. Oh, Abaji. Um, he fills a lot of holes. I mean, if only he was like two or three years younger. Age, age is one thing. He's one of the oldest players in the draft. But he just won a national championship at Kansas. He was not the mo- most outstanding player, I think is what it's called, in the Final Four. He's voted most outstanding player. It's just his age. And he probably, I mean, he has a very high floor, but he probably has the lowest ceiling of the cast possible uh, yeah. draft targets, too. So it's one of those things where, like, yes, he fills a huge need. But it would be a boring pick just because you know what base. I mean, you don't always know, but basically you know what you're getting from the player, and it's just going to be that, and that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I only ask. I think I've seen him get mocked the most to Cleveland, and I yeah. It's, I mean, he doesn't create his own shot at all. He doesn't do any shot creation, so that it doesn't help our our need of you know additional playmaking. But the Cavs also need a sniper, so yeah, I'm right. I'm like two. Two to three, it's like, okay. Got it. Hopefully, he can, you know, he can immediately play serious minutes. But wow, I'm I'm reeling over Usman here, man. This that was tough. That was a shot in the bow. So I'm a little bummed out. I can't lie. I know he wasn't going to contribute for like two years, but oh man, I was I was drooling with the potential. Well, we I, I digress. We will know that Jang is going to not work out because he went to the Knicks. So yeah, it's crazy <laughs> yeah. that the Knicks. At least, Knicks at least GM. Yeah, <laughs> Do the next GM and head coach know that they will not be the head coach and GM when Eastman Shane is actually contributing? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'm like dead serious. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, so Wait. it was traded to Oklahoma City. So Usman okay, that makes a lot more so sense. So they just they just flip flop picks. To Oklahoma City. Damn it. So now this means AJ Griffin's probably gonna go to the Knicks at twelve. Yeah. Man, imagine imagine being Usman Jane though. You think you're gonna go to like the bright lights in New York, and now you're going to Oklahoma City. And if all the if all the centers are on the board, I would not. I would think that the Cavs would trade. I especially yes. to get in front of Charlotte. I I think. Yeah, like we just uh, Charlotte has thirteen and fifteen. The Cavs have fourteen. If the, Charlotte doesn't take. I'm surprised, actually, speaking of that, I'm surprised Kaz didn't put up a smoke screen about how they're interested in Mark Williams for that for the whole purpose of that. I think I think people, teams would like you. Sure. Sure you are. Come on. It's you smoke screen another, season. Always. You need another center? 
It would be so, fun if they draft one. It, it'll be interesting, by the way, so that um, the Thunder moved up from 12 to 11. What will they have to give up? It says multiple first-round yeah, picks. Well, obviously, one of them is this year. Oklahoma like, City has, like, I think they said they, they have, have like a thousand. 18, 18 in the next few drafts. Like, yeah, the next year's draft has 60 picks. OKC has 59 of them. I think they're, I think they're good on trading. They can trade some of them. I wonder when they're going to try to start winning. Like, it's been so long since they've, you know. I feel like they have to this year or else, uh, Gildress Alexander will just want to get out of there. Like, I'm I'm the best player on this team, and this team sucks. <laughs> he's so here. much he's so much fun too, man. I I kind of feel he for is. him. He, I know he's he's a good player. Yeah. Do we think Usman Jane knows that he's not going to the Knicks yet? Because he just took he just took pictures with the Knicks hat on. He's about to do an interview with the Knicks hat on. Like, I'm I'm general. I wish I could ask a player this. When would, do you find out? I would assume the agent who's at the table tells them. You would hope they would know before, but I don't know. You never know. <laughs> Sorry, sir. You're going from New York to Oklahoma City. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Although I can't hate. I mean, we live we live in and around Cleveland, so it's not like I'm like being a hater. But seriously, though, the, the bright lights of New York to Oklahoma City are just, I don't know. I guess he has more of a chance to succeed since he's going to OKC, right? I mean, at least maybe he'll be able to get a second contract in OKC and not New York. He he would get a he yeah. gets a chance. He gets it because <laughs> the Knicks the Knicks like the, you just can't you can't have a young guy there. Like they they want to win every year, even though when they have no talent, it doesn't matter. And especially with um, uh, Thibodeau, he he would never play probably. I don't think he would ever play, especially with uh with how not not so physical he is. He would probably have never played. Yeah, Thibodeau will keep playing Taj Gibson and Derrick Rose forty two minutes a night. Right. Yeah, I love it. There's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, there's with Taj me. Gibson, Derrick Rose. I just <laughs> thought of like the Chicago Bulls prime years, like ten years ago when it was those two players. Now they're still playing. Oh boy, there's got to be a high high. Pro- protections on those picks you would think because yeah. that's that's a bit it's only what one spot how many spots did they move up one it moved up one. 11 yeah one yeah it's, and to get, it two, get multiple well they said multiple, no but that includes this year but still so like, backwards like, that's one my guess is they got a lottery protected first round pick next year is my guess wait no stepping rule Oh no, stepping rule wouldn't matter because they still have a pick this year. Well, and it doesn't matter about lottery protections. They have like five million picks, so it's probably going to be like the Milwaukee Bucks 2029 first rounders. Just give it away. I know it's always funny seeing. Hey, this is. I think the um, there's a pick trade today from 2028. (laughs) Okay. The kid that will be selected with this pick is currently in fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, and the and the front office that's going to make the trade is not going to be with us. <laughs> yeah, are we going to be alive then? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so there's there's some. <laughs> uh oh. OKC Jalen Williams. OKC Jalen Williams. So oh. Jalen Williams goes twelve. AJ Damn. Griffin oh. getting closer and closer here. Damn. Oh I man. So, so the Cavs have the Cavs have Branham. They've got Wait, a so the, the, they've got Griffin. Trade down. 
trade the, down. Trade the Thunder, down. the Thunder, uh, they didn't trade the 12th pick. According to the Warriors. Wait, now that it's you not, say it's that. Not, it's not part of the Knicks trade. You're right. Wait, what are the Knicks doing? The Knicks just traded the, of their 11th pick and now don't have a first rounder this year. Oh, my. Thank goodness I'm not a Knicks fan. Holy cow. You're right, though. So, 11. So, uh, Jane and um, Jalen Williams both go to OKC. How many freaking rookies are you going to have on your team? Wow, I'm just shocked it wasn't for the their first round of this year. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I figured. Well, they do so, have a. They have another one, don't they? Yeah, they do. Later yeah. In, later so so we, already, we already went over this. They have like five million of them. <laughs> so it's got to be that one, I would assume. I'm gonna, Seth. Go on. I'm gonna look up uh, picks. I want to see who Oklahoma City has pick wise. Yeah, no, great point. Yeah, I was, I was just, yeah, it's gonna be wild to see what the what the protections are because that's that's a big deal. I mean, uh, I forget the the phrase, but was it the bird in the hand is better than the one in the bush? I don't know. You better get your guy this year than know what the hell's gonna happen in the future. I'm bummed about Jalen Williams though, man. I I think he, I he's been. He was, yeah, I was, I was. That was my guy. I thought, especially yeah. just like who who was gonna be available. I I I thought that was gonna be. Because he he's like one of the more guys that kind of perfectly fit with what the Cavs need, but yeah. I didn't expect Griffin to fall. So, you guys, so OKC has three first rounders this year. Okay. What if I told you they have five next year? No wonder they're freaking trained up to get Usman Chain. They have five they have, first rounders. They have two twelve and thirty this year, so they have their own Clippers Suns this year. Next year, they have their own Denver, Detroit, Clippers, Washington. Oh, the year after that, they have four. So they go three, five, four. Yeah, for they first have round 18 picks. in the next few, like, few years. I guess I wasn't kidding when, they, when I said that they have 58 of the 60 picks yeah. next year. Jeez. So, yeah, that's a smart trade to them. If you like Usman James so much, trade one of your 12 first mm-hmm. round picks that you have this year in the next two years and move up and get that dude. Man, why? How does like? There's one thing to rebuild, and, and that is a very in. So the Cavs did like this whole seven footer tower city thing, and that's like the NBA by storm. If OKC turns into a contender, I wonder if this like rebuild and get a thousand first round picks will like be a thing that rebuilding teams do. Because that is, I cannot believe that they have three first rounders this year, five next year, and four the year after that. <laughs> I think that I, with the board and how it's fallen, I think I think a trade is quite quite yes. possible. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. please. I'm all for a trade unless AJ Griffin falls to 14. Yeah. Especially if AJ the, Griffin goes 13, trade. Yeah. please. Especially with the, uh, the both centers are dropping, which it kind of makes sense because the center is not the strongest. The most needed position anymore in the NBA, so it makes sense. But I would assume around this time, they would people would start looking to looking to trade up for him. Jalen Williams has the opposite Callum Sexton hair. Do you know how Callum Sexton has like that little like back. tail back yeah. in the back? Jalen Williams has it. In, I just noticed Jalen Williams has it in the front. Oh man. <laughs> When you, oh, I know it's lesser competition, but just watching his highlights, he, he's that lengthy, yeah. 
scoring, he can pass. Man, he would have been a good fit. Damn. I wish I wish one year the draft would just show highlights of like turnovers and missed dunks and missed shots and just see how the <laughs> NBA fans react. I know we don't like <laughs> NBA comparison. <laughs> NBA comparison. Don't do it. But I, I heard a good one with Jalen. He 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 does remind me of Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. He's not mm-hmm. a great athlete, but man, he can. He's so skilled and he's tall. But I know. I'm I'm sorry, Josh. How can you hear a good player comparison when there are no good ones? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I agree though. He, it, maybe is if his ceiling is Malcolm Brogdon though. I don't. His, I guess long, Mal- his long socks also make me. <laughs> Think of him. Wait, does he? He'd be off my draft he immediately. Okay, he's off. I'm so glad he didn't go 14 then. Woo! There was a guy, knee high socks. I don't know. By the way, Seth, it looks like you're like the Undertaker right now because you're completely dark on my screen. It's crazy. I see like, the outline of you, but I don't see you. He's the Dark Knight. <laughs> the Dark Knight or Undertaker. If you just start playing Undertaker intro music, I'd be laughing hysterically. Um, Wow, we're on 56 minutes already? Wow, we can kill time talking NBA, by the way. Holy cow. Uh, so 13, I just want this pick to be leaked because I want to know who they can. It's got to be a big guy. It's got to be a big guy. Come on. It has to. You know, if to. Charlotte wants to bring back um, Miles Bridges, are you going to draft A.J. Griffin? I don't think so. I don't. Mm-hmm. A.J. Griffin, it would be a slow two-guard with Lamelo. I love. The, I can't think of who's their two. Oh, their two guard right now is Terry Rose. Yeah, dear. So I guess I think, you go like one extreme to the other with. Eight. But they have to trade. They have to sign. Um, what's his name back? So Miles. Yeah. So they need to. They need to kind of limit their cap space, and I think uh, Terry oh. and uh, Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, is, they're looking to trade them. So let's see. Ooh, maybe the Cavs. I would, I would eat Gordon Hayward's contract to get one of these first round picks. Yeah. I think it's, I only, it's only two years. Two years, 30 million a year. Yeah. Hey, if he's healthy, 50 games, that is 50 games that you have a legitimate three guard. Yeah, and, and he's literally the perfect three guard when healthy to fit with this roster. But And I mean when don't when the Cavs make trades, the biggest stipulation is always when healthy, right? It would be like a tradition. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I yeah. Know this 13th pick. Yeah. I mean, we didn't think Griffin was going to be here, man. He, you know, we we barely talked about him, Josh, because we just assumed he probably he was first on both of our on our lists, but we both didn't think he was going to be here. This is this is huge. I mean, why is he? He was like, no matter what, it has to be. He was overweight, and his mm-hmm. medicals must have been bad. Yeah, I his, don't think he was his... hurt last year at Duke. He was injured. Him. He was injured before the season, and then I think he missed two seasons in high school. And he, I think he had some knee knee stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And they said they said he never like he was explosive in high school. They said, and "Yo, then, AJ Griffin's gonna be there." By the way, Jalen Duran, thirteen to Charlotte center. There you go. Yep. Dude, okay. you have to. You are running to the podium right now with AJ Griffin, correct? You have to be. It's it all depends on the medicals. Like he, I, I don't know. We just don't know. I, I want. I think, a, I think a trade's coming. I don't want to see Adam Silver at the podium right now. I want to see Kobe Altman literally sprinting to the podium right now. Yeah, I think I, mean, I say I, I predict trade. So it's Branham, it's Abaji, or it's Griffin. You'd think one of those three, probably. And then right? if you trade down a couple picks, 
it will still probably be, be one of those three. That's the thing, too. Right. But can you pass up on A.J. Griffin? Wow. Man. We just I, didn't think I cannot believe A.J. Griffin has fallen to 14. Damn it. I don't know. What to do. Thank goodness we're not in charge here. Because, <laughs> I mean, AJ Griffin literally is the per. He is in this draft. He is the perfect fit. 6 6, sharpshooter, three. I mean, he get Lowry out of, you know, out of his, out of his oversized three spot. He, he would fit in perfect if oh, he my. is healthy. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, Michael Porter. So I'm not saying AJ Griffin's the next Michael Porter Jr. from a few years ago. But Michael Porter Jr. was like a no matter what top 10 pick, his medicals were bad and with his back injuries. So he fell to mid first round, I think, with Denver. And now when healthy, I know when healthy is a huge stipulation, he is a top 10 forward in the league, right? Oh, top 15. We have another trade. <laughs> That's going uh, – Duran is going to Detroit. So – the the last pick there. So, so Charlotte, Detroit Charlotte, is not Charlotte, mm. Charlotte does not care about a center. Interesting. Yeah. No. So what does wait. that mean about the Pistons and uh, and uh, Aiton, right? No, hey, by the way, it's not Detroit. Uh Jalen Duran to the Knicks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Knicks, what the hell are you doing? That's, that's freaking hilarious. They take a stand center. Man, yep, they're, gonna, the they're gonna have Derek Rose throwing alley oops of Jalen Duran. <laughs> I I feel like this that that makes it even more kind of this could be a trade up because if Charlotte still hasn't taken a center, but that's so like, smart of Charlotte though. They're playing they, chess. They know the Cavs aren't going to take a center at fourteen, so why not take they, a center if, at thirteen? If they, if they trade it though, then they're screwed. Yeah, then then they're screwed. That is a huge. That's a game. I mean, but if the Cavs don't trade the pick, you probably just got another first future first round pick and are still going to get your guy at 15. Yeah. I would, I would take Mark Williams over Jalen Duran any day of the week. Yeah. So just base if, if Griffin's medicals are not not too good, it looks like what? Malachi Brown or Malachi uh, Branham, um, Abaji. Abaji. Yeah. So Shams and Woj are Woj said Duran was traded to the Pistons. Shams is saying Knicks. Yeah, I saw either way he was traded. We don't know which team, I guess. If he goes to the Pistons, though, that takes him out of DeAndre Ayton sweepstakes, right? Has to. I don't know. How do you invest a max contract into a set? But if you give him a max, that's five years, right? Right. So, so there's no way you're playing. You're starting Duran and DeAndre Ayton together. Yeah, I did hear. I forget who it was, but someone said they may not spend all that cap space on on signings. They actually might just take like kind of big big contracts on to get draft picks and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they actually do it. I just think they're out of the Ayton sweepstakes, so which I'm fine with because we don't need DeAndre Ayton in the. Uh, it would, in, so it, look, it looks like it's the Pistons. Someone else just uh, Yahoo Sports just said that. So I freaking think, Shams. Uh, I think Shams is wrong. Freaking Shams. Wow. Woj, the master beats Woj. the protege. Yeah, we can't question Woj after this. I mean, he's two for two on debate. 
related things here. They're uh, they're doing a good job of high Cavs turnaround last season now on ESPN. Talking about the big guys, Perkins is giving them kind of a shout out. Um, Cavs picks in. Cavs picks in. I mean, the Eason's still on the board. There's a lot of talk about Eason. If you want to see it, go to Shams. Don't I don't spoil it, but why? Oh my god. Adrian Griffin's medicals must have been really bad. Yeah, it, it had to. There, it, there's no other reason. Oh, man. I, wow, we're all speechless, aren't we? <laughs> well, we don't Adrian wanna, Griffin. We don't, don't want to ruin it here. <laughs> so. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, <laughs> that we was, talked about him, didn't we? Oh, man. I... Adrian Griffin, I would love to know why he's falling so hard. He's literally losing out on millions and millions of dollars right now. Oh man, I, you know, guys, I the one thing I'll say, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give up a player here, but I wonder, I wonder if, I wonder where the Cavs had rated Jang as well as Williams compared to this guy that they're about to take. You know, was were, were those two players leaps leaps and bounds above this player, or were they in that same I tier? I would love to know. I know we're not going to know, but I'd love to know. I, I think I think they had both of them a step ahead of – I think they probably are pretty – ooh, Knicks traded Kemba Walker to Detroit. Um, but yeah, I the chase down had- Discord is pissed right now, by the way. Oh my goodness! I don't know if any of you guys are in the Trace Down Discord, but they are not happy. Oh man! All right, so I'm just to say it because if you're listening, yeah, it's it. It's the Cavs selected Kansas when Oche Oche Ogbaji. Uh, We just talked about him, one of the oldest players in the draft. You know who's excited though? Who's excited right now? TD Derry. I'm gonna get him on the podcast this week. (laughs) That man loves that guy. Oh man, I, like Joe rated it a two out, two and a half out of ten. I said it would be the most boring pick they could make. It fills a hole, yes, but he can't really create for himself, and he's one of the oldest players in the draft. Does he? Does he feel like when Osman is really good? Is that like his role? Because that's just like a uh, maybe he's the fifth or sixth best player on the team, right? It's like, yeah, eh. he's, you know, he's I can't get like, I can't get excited about this one. He has no upside. Yeah. He is what he is. He had yeah. like the lowest uh, assist rate of any player for some time. I'll have to go dig up the stat, but it was bad. It was it was incredibly low. He's not a playmaker. He's not creating for himself. It's corner three time. Right. I, I if you want to look glass half full. He's what probably your fourth best shooter now on the team. <laughs> if you if, like, you got Darius and Colin, but yeah, I just wouldn't wasn't I wouldn't have gone that way. I would have taken the shot, but I I do want to say, um, it, this first round might not be done, so they could be taking their shot. I hope it's not because. It could the be, majority of cast fans are very ticked off yeah, right now. They could be they could be taking their shot with the second pick. Um, I know Dalen Ter- Terry was uh, Chris Fedor has been saying a lot that he is uh, a possible guy. So maybe they trade up with all their second rounders. We've talked about how they don't want to take them all, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see. But it's uh, it's an okay as I, as I rated it. It's it's an okay. 
I'm okay with it. But it's not I, – I, it wouldn't have been my pick. Let's just say that. Yeah. I'm going to try to get TD in here on the slide for, show to uh, help us out a little bit, maybe. probably Four-year player, you know, won the, won the championship, obviously. He was the Final Four player. Um, average 18 a game, 31% from three, improved from three every year. It's just – I think Carter said it best from the chase downs. It's rare that you see a guy from a school like Kansas – you know, you just ask the question, why did he not get drafted till now? Till he's a senior, he's 22. Um, this front office, like, I'm not, uh, yeah. I, I guess we've, we've seen them go so young. So it's, this this pick honestly surprises me a little bit. It, I'm, it I'm goes a little in, surprised. It goes in a completely different, and just like the player type too. Like, how many times have they got the young guy the, with a lot of potential? And this is just the exact opposite. So, I don't know. We'll see. This is interesting. God. Oh, my gosh. It's hey, funny fun. because the, the Cavs fans are not excited about it, but, like, the national guys are. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of pedigree. You know, he was very visible this year. I mean, he was, he was the best player, you know, in the Final Four. He was, he was out there this year, that's for sure. A lot of, a lot of eyeballs were on him. Hey, fun fact, Isaac Okoro is nine months younger than Ochi. Yeah. Isaac Okoro has been in the league for two years already. It's just funny. Like, Isaac is just so freaking young. (laughs) Like, he's just consistently, every year, he's so, he's always one of the younger guys. Um, They, uh, Fedor did say that they're not trading it. So, just to, and and Mark Williams goes Charlotte afterwards. So, oh my and Abaji's you know he's six five, so he's not that like six seven six eight wing. He's you know I guess if if you'd want to, he is consider... super athletic though. So yeah, he yep. does. Yeah, that's be it'll be interesting to see. How many times, as we said. Uh, earlier in the in the cast here, um, age in the NBA it can be a little bit overrated. Um, we've seen Desmond Bain play well at, at an older age, so this could be another one. Um, there's a lot of people on Twitter from national guys that love this pick. So, and and if it's a need now, like you can put them in the rotation now. So for immediate need, that's kind of nice. If it's a need, but it also, like, with an number 14 pick, I want a guy with upside. I don't really see Ochi having any upside. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. he is – it's bad to say he is who he is because he's – he never hit – he has yet to even dribble a basketball in an NBA game. But, like, I just don't see the upside there. Yes, he can play defense. He can make threes. Well – you sure as hell hope he can play defense and make threes if you're drafting this guy at 14. But he can't really create for himself. That's what I'm really, really worried about. Then again, though, 14, you're not going to get a guy that fills all, all the holes on your team. So I guess if you fill two of them, it is what it is. I don't know. The thing, if I just wish he was two years younger, like I said, like yeah. 10, 15, 20 minutes ago. Hawks, the uh, age. Hawks got Griffin. Mm-hmm. 
right? You know, the next, so that's, you know, that unfortunately that's going to be a, a, something we're looking at for years down the road, aren't we? I mean, we're going to watch Abaji's career. We're going to watch Griffin's career and we're going to yeah. say, Ooh, you know, they, they were, they were back, basically back to back. So, um, yeah, you know, the good thing now for us is, you know, we get to go like dive in. I know we've been looking at all these players, so you can't like yeah. zoom in too far, but now we get a chance to, okay, now we understand who they got, you know, watch a little bit more film and, and really break it down. But yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, guys, I'm a little surprised. I, I, uh, I did not think yeah. I, I understood the fit for sure. I just, for whatever reason, thought it was going to be that bigger swing. So definitely a little surprised. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what Kobe says on the presser. I, I'm a little bit of like a media nerd, but I, I really value and un, like, I enjoy listening to, you know, to those conversations, the press conferences, see what he's going to say. Uh, Cause I want to hear what, you know, why they chose him, what, you know, what he thinks they can bring. And Kobe, he'll, he'll, you know, share some things. He's not like so tight lip where you'll, you'll be able to glean one or two things from the presser. So yeah, now we get to go dive in, which is exciting. And I want to mean, I know Seth tweeted about this earlier. I've always been a trusted Kobe guy. So until he proves yeah. me wrong, I'm going to trust in Kobe. Right. Right. But I don't just with Malachi Branham there. I know I'm a homer. It sounds like I'm a homer, Ohio State fuck guy with Malachi there with AJ Griffin there. It's just, I would have been fine with OJ Agbaji if other guys went before 14. But with those guys there, it's like, I mean, AJ Griffin, freshman, he's a 3 and D guy. He's the best, probably the best three-point shooter in the draft. Malachi Branham, St. V, went to Ohio State. Yes, he has troubles defensively. But, like, at what point are we going to start worrying more about offense and less about defense? I, I think the Cavs are in a position – where they can solely focus on offense first, guys, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Not only do you have three seven-footers in the starting lineup, but you have a guy like Isaac Okoro. Or, I mean, a guy, it's easy to say he can develop offense, but I just want a guy who is, like, already offensive first mind, if that makes sense. OG, like I said, like we said, really good three-point shooter, struggles to create for himself. I hope that changes. I hope they he proves us all wrong, all of us doubters right now. But man, I and another such thing a with pick. another thing with the, how the Cavs operate, which kind of obviously the pick is different in terms of age and kind of just ceiling wise. But uh, in terms of character, uh, this fits right into it. is pretty much like as Seth said, he's a winner. He's he's gotten better every single year at Kansas. So it it definitely fits in the role of they want hard workers. They want guys that have shown the ability to win. Um, guys so. that like to win number one. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 a, it, it still fits that role. Um, and I'm going to hold out. I'm going to still hold out that they might make another trade here uh, in late, kind of get that potential in the late uh, first round here. That'll be my uh, prediction. That's a great point because they got three picks at you know still in this draft, and so yeah. would not be surprised at all if they move some. And um, Malachi's dropping, so yeah, that's a good point. A couple of quick glass half full metrics. I'm reading an article Chris Fedor wrote on Cleveland.com two days ago. Uh, if you look at what Abaji did um, in terms of catch and shoot. He averaged 1.27 points per catch and shoot, which was in the 94th percentile. If you look at 
what he did in terms of clear path to the rim. He averaged 1.45 points per shot around the rim in the half court, which was the 94th percentile. Um, so those are two things that obviously we, we knew the shooting, the, you know, the, the clear path to the rim and like the drive number surprises me a little bit based off what we read, but a couple of glass half full metrics, um, you know, if we're looking for, if we're looking for positives. He's a solid defender too. So, Ochi? yeah, he's not like a, he's not like a Malachi Brandon who's got a lot of work to do. So another yes, I agree with that. But Malachi is also what four years younger than him. True, right? Three, four, and uh, speak TD Dairy. For those of you that don't know, he's he doesn't write for WFNY, but he is part of the Guardians uh, Brothers cast. Who TD and Matt do the great job in the Guardians cast for way for next year. He is a huge. He's he's by far the biggest Kansas basketball fan I know. He just tweeted, "I'm getting a million texts since I'm the KU guy." So here's what I'll say. Ochi Ogbaji is a great kid. Everything you want in a teammate. Works his ass off. Got better every year. He can contribute right away. But I think he's a role player at best, which, of course, is what the Cavs needed. So, like we've been saying, I mean, I'm going to do more work watching tape and stuff. But it's one of those things where, like, yes, he's a perfect plug-and-play guy, which I, I – Seth, did you say something about plug and You tweeted something about plug-and-play guy earlier this morning, didn't you? I'm sorry. Repeat that again. Seth. Oh, I, am I, oh sorry. I, I, yeah, I was, I was having a hard time. My computer was freezing up on me. Yeah. You know, the one thing I said was like, we just have to be careful of, you know, certain assumptions. It's like going, you know, if we're looking at drafting 14, all these guys, um, I'd say at this point, you know, past like eight, eight to 10, you know, who knows? Like, it, I, I don't know if it's a for certain that Abaji is going to be able to, to play a critical role early on, if ever, to be honest. So yeah, that, that was like my, my take for today was really, I don't know if there's any such thing as a, you know, as a day one contribution guy down at 14, but we'll see. I, I think this is the guy, right? If, if yeah. so, but that if was kind of anybody, my, yeah. Yeah. I still think comparison, Danny Green. No, do you know what? Seth, I think Seth and I said that. We said OG's ceiling is Danny Green. If that's a good thing or a bad thing. Which is, I think it's a good, like, we're picking a 14. I I feel like we kind of, cast fans are kind of expectations of, like, oh, we're in the middle, we're in the lottery. No, there's a difference between in the beginning of the lottery and the end of the lottery. Good news for Glass Half Fullers. Uh, yeah. Todd is going to join us here. Hold on, I need to send him an invite. Oh, nice. He will give us all the positive things we need about Ochi because I'm so far down on him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to the Rockets. So the Rockets have. Terry wait, didn't they? Wait, who they draft? Who? They got who'd the uh, Rockets take. They Jabari? got Jabari. Jabari. Similar, similar Green, Tari, and that is very interesting. Similar type player. Well, that's why they traded um, uh, Wood. Uh, what is it? Uh, Christian Wood going heavy in the in the post. Yeah, going heavy in the post, and you have what John Wall. Speaking of, can we talk? I, we need some time to kill still. Although we can be off this eh, unless the Cavs trade back in the first. Um, Seth, by the way, if you need to go because you have way more important things, feel free to go whenever. You can stay with us, but you can go whenever too. Don't feel hey. obligated to stay. 
Yeah, you know what? It'll probably be this is probably a good break time. I think we got to go through the the list one more time. So, yeah, probably we'll go. It was a pleasure, gentlemen. Um, yeah. I need to probably sleep on it, do a little more deep dive, and think about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I'll get back to both of you, but hell of a time. I love. It. I'm gonna go. Um, probably put one eye on the TV and one eye on the on the wed the wedding registry list. So I'll be back. All right, um, but this enjoy the weekend, evening. This yeah. weekend, your homework is to watch tape. <laughs> I don't care what other important plans you have. I want you watching tape all freaking weekend. I'll have four thousand words on your desk by Monday with a bashi. Your 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 vows better include something about a bashi. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope I love. I hope I love. Fits as well as a baji will fit at the small, <laughs> small forest position. <laughs> but Seth, seriously though, uh, enjoy right. yourself this weekend. Have fun. Take care. Get fellas. drunk <laughs> and have one hell of a wedding. Yeah, hell yes, we'll do. Thank you very much. Take care. See. Ya. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, uh, man, that's perfect. Ah, uh, shoot, what were we talking about? Um, TD is hopefully going to be joining us. I sent him a link. I don't know how your stream works, though. I don't know. I, oh, my God. OG, just so, like, you, like, when Seth asked this earlier, if you were to grade a potential OG Agbaji pick one through 10, you said two and a half. I didn't really give it a rating. I don't think I gave it a number. I just said it'd be the most boring pick they could make. Yeah. And I'm still sticking with that. Yeah. It's just like, like I said, plug and play guy. Phil's all role, I guess. Not He's a shooter. He's a 3 and D guy, but he can't create for himself. Just the age bothers me. And his ceiling bothers because he doesn't really have much of a ceiling. Yeah. I guess he's like, he's like if the Browns took an offense alignment. Meh. Meh. You always have you always have to bring up the Browns, damn it. <laughs> well, so on the latest Cavs cast, Joe Gilbert compares Ochi to Joe Thomas. Yes, I do. Hopefully he's the goat. <laughs> oh man. I mean I I don't I have to write this up, the Cavs selecting Ochi. Um I guess I'm just killing time because I want to see if T D joins us. Besides that, I don't really have much else to say. The Cavs don't pick again until 36 unless they trade in the first round, which I'm hoping they do. I hope they trade. Because, wait, they they got pick 40, 49 earlier. They bought they basically bought the pick. Yeah. So they have 36, 49, and 56. Yeah. Trade those three picks and get back in the late first round. That's, uh, that's how I'm feeling. Uh, yeah, and then I think I feel like then our expectations kind of change. They they could get like one of as we were talking about Dalen Terry, um, maybe Branham Falls, which would be pretty crazy to see. Um, and then you kind of look at the Ochai pick a little bit differently. So it's all about how you do it, and and it, this draft's not over yet. So we'll see how it kind of finishes out here. And for those of you that are not in our Discord, waiting for an extra Discord, it's a good time sometimes. But on the public side, Joe Gerbery literally described the OG pick perfectly. He said, exact quote, Agbaji with two exclamation marks. 
the next sentence, he said, I have no idea if it's a good pick or not. <laughs> that perfectly describes the pick to a T. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm... All right, TD said, give him five, so we have, we have to kill us in five minutes. Sorry, for those of you listening live, I don't know if there's any of you. For those of you listening to the podcast, I don't really... It'll be interesting, because we get, like, a decent amount. We get downloads. It'll be interesting to see what kind of downloads we get for this, because it's just live reactions. It's not really like we're breaking down anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk Browns, we can break some news. I don't really have any breaking news, though. I know the Gilbert Do you have any breaking news? Uh, let's see. Um, is Joe Gilbert's... Is your dad watching? He hasn't commented yet, if he is. Yeah, he is, but I don't think he's... He, he usually he's, has, like... Something smart to say yeah. that's funny. So I want to <laughs> come on, Joe Gilbert. Please, please comment. Make us laugh. Breaking, um, breaking news: uh-oh. Watson's going to be suspended for some period of time. Oh, I, I thought, damn it! Why do you have to play me like that? <laughs> I literally thought that would be like worse than a Friday peak. news dump. Peak. That would be peak dump to drop it during to drop it Ooh. at nine forty-five during the NBA draft. That would be oh, that would be that'd be that would have been that'd be hysterical though. That'd be the NFL. The NFL will that would literally be all the talk. Yeah, Twitter would be all about Deshaun Watson in the NFL. They would take full attention from the NBA draft and just proving that the NFL is the goat, like usual. (laughs) Hey, at least we're not the Knicks or the Kings. Yeah. By the way, Pistons. So they got. Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran and only had to give up one future first round pick. They're going to be a team to watch. Yeah, they took on Kemba Walker and then they're going to cut him. Oh, really? Or so buy him out at least. Buy him out? Yeah. Hey, if you have the cat space, why not? So, so, it, so it was a it was a common it was so Sham was sort of right or not right, wow. but it was a three team trade. TD, TD is in a very short time we are going into the Kansas basketball expert super fan. We'll hopefully have a glass half full, not a glass half empty about OG. TD Dairy, welcome to the cast. Hey. Give hey, us some positive news. Uh, positive news, national champs, baby. What a look at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't even wear I wore it today and it wasn't even on purpose. And now Ochai Abaji is, is a calf. How about that, huh? Yeah. Unbelievable. It's one of those things. No, you I so I'll say I said it would be the most boring pick, but it would be a guy that can immediately plug and play. You know you're gonna get a three-point shooter, a guy that can play defense. He can't really create for himself the best, but he fills a role. I'm just worried about his age. Am I okay? Am I close in that projection? So I I had like literally when they the, the Cavs picked him. I was getting a hundred texts. I couldn't even respond fast enough. So I just put it out on Twitter and this is basically what it is. This is a guy who is an, I'm telling you the greatest kid. Everyone will love him here. He's so friendly. He's a great teammate. You know, he, he was a nothing recruit, like literally in the three hundreds, he was originally red shirted uh, by Bill self. They pulled the red shirt halfway through the season because of injuries and from that point on, he his role just kept increasing every year, and he kept getting better and better and better. Here, the good news for this entire thing is that this is someone who you can plug and play immediately off the bench. I 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know much about the Cavs because I do not watch the NBA. But I do know that Isaac Okoro and Ochai Abaji, that, that's, that's a similar fit there. Okoro is not nearly the offensive player that Abaji is. He is definitely a better defender, but Ochai is a really good defensive player. And, you know, he switches everything. Tough kid. Doesn't get rattled. As you saw, he was great in the Final Four. He was great in the National Championship game. Uh, so I think you're getting someone who you can play right away, which is great. Now, the downside of it is he played, he's a senior. I mean, and I know in today's NBA that that's not so hot, but here, Desmond Bain, similar type of player, a little bit better shooter, but a similar type player came in four years of TCU. Great. You know, got better and better and better and immediately played for them and is now a huge part of their success. So, you know, I, I think your best case scenario for him is someone to, to turn into someone like Bain, but more likely you're going to get someone who is a solid seventh, eighth guy, rotation player, who's you're is not going to make the dumb mistakes, going to defend and hit threes. And that's the today's NBA, right? Yep. yep. Thank you. I needed that. We needed that. Yeah. Like <laughs> what he, more could you like... ask for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like the perfect plug and play guy. He's probably the most NBA ready. Out of like the top five guys Absolutely. that were obvious ones, but the problem is that his ceiling, like he is who he is. I don't really see much development coming from that. I guess is what I'm trying to say. He just is I who he is, but he's I also a guy agree. that's going to fill a hole. I completely agree. I mean, he he doesn't have a huge ceiling, but I think he's got a very you know high floor, high uh, low ceiling type of player. And again, I think he's plug and play, and 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 the Cavs will be happy to have him in that locker room too because as i said right off the the bat he is an all-time great dude i mean seriously self bill self just raves about him and you know he was a guy you know he he entered his name into the draft last year went to the the you know the combine talked to scouts they told him exactly what to work on he came back and worked on all of it and got better at every single facet of his game he's not a great ball handler like really C minus at best. Like I, I can't tell you how many times I, I mean, he, his left hand needs work. The biggest, that's the biggest part of his game that needs work is this ball handling. The rest of it is, is pretty polished at this point in his career. So, yeah. So, Hey, I got to run, but it was good to see Thank you. you. Both. Hey, appreciate it, guys. I appreciate and, uh, it. TD. I really get do. on that guardian bandwagon. Everyone. Spurs play guardian. Hey, are you going this weekend, by the way? Friday, here, here's my schedule. Ready? Friday, Sunday, Tuesday for both, Wednesday and Friday. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. If I'm there Friday or Sunday, I'll hit you up. All right. Hoping to be good. there at some point. All right. All right go nice Guardians. Day. Thank you for your yep. uh, Cavs glass out full inside. That. We really do. All right, appreciate you got it. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, you too. Katie. All right, so we needed that. That was, that was great. Nice. I figured, I mean, he's literally, if you guys don't follow him on Twitter, he's Kansas diehard watches every single Kansas game. His yeah, his Twitter log handle is literally TD KU. Guardians KU. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So TD is name Guardians because he's a Guardians. I mean, if you want to know anything about Guardians, too, go to TD and then KU for Kansas University. But I guess I'm feeling a little bit more positive. But I'm still I don't know. If, if AJ Griffin wasn't there, I'd be a lot more positive about this pick. If that makes sense. Yeah. The other the other thing is it's sort of like if you think about it as like as like a free agency pickup, like 
he kind of fits what you you were looking for. You wanted a guy who can shoot it. He can defend. He can play the three. He'll probably be your backup role player. So if you think of it in that in that realm, it's 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 what the it's what the team needed, and it sort of maybe maybe kind of changes where the Cavs are thinking of where they are. Um, we've been going on potential and kind of high ceiling guys, and now maybe they think, hey, it's time to kind of rock and roll, and let's let's get let's get guys that can help right in, right now and kind of move this team forward and and help uh, help next season. So it, it just, might be just a change of change of uh, mindset. True, that's true too. I mean, like I said earlier, I'm always trusting trusting Kobe until he proves me wrong. I hope, right. yeah. I hope I can still trust in Kobe with this big. And this is a dead honest serious question. This is not a dig, OJ. Did the Cavs average age just increase with this selection? I honestly don't. I'm <laughs> like, this isn't a dig. But just the Cavs like, are so young that I would I would say a I'm, tad, yeah. Like besides Kevin Love and Ed Davis, the Cavs are freaking young. Yeah. So the Cavs average age might have increased with this new year. I mean, like like TV said, like we've both said, like Seth said when he was here. He's an immediate role player. Pat, I don't think he'll be a starter. At least a role player. Uh, he's a solid guy off the bench from day one. Yeah. Like from immediate this instant. Like it's not, it's not a question. He's an immediate role player from day one. He'll be a, one of, I know you said this earlier, probably your fourth or fifth best three-point shooter on the team from day one. Like TD said, he can't create for himself. He has a trouble going left, but he can't play defense. So if yeah. I just hope, let's put hope, not only does this put like a little fire under Isaac Okoro if he needs that, but if Ochai can be a better version of Isaac Okoro, I'm fine with that. Imagine if the Cavs had a better version of Isaac Okoro last season, a guy that can knock down the corner three. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would have. That the Cavs not only would have won more games, they would have been in the playoffs and not even had this opportunity to draft Ochai. Yeah, and I don't know. I guess that's the way I have to think about it. Shooting, the Cavs just got a better version of Isaac Okoro. The the two play the two playing games really show that this team needed shooting. And hey, Ochai is one of the best shooters in the in the draft this year. So they uh, they they filled a a big need. So um, and also Malachi keeps dropping. We're at. Somehow. 19, 19 By the way, is, is not him either. No, it's not. Uh, we talked about Jake. I don't – Jake Laravia from Wake yeah, Forest. He, just he was the kid that whose Google age was 22 but really is 20. He was just selected by – By Minnesota. He was, who he was selected by the – yeah, the Grizzlies just traded for him. I mean, that is another solid pickup for the Grizzlies, by the way. Yeah. Thank goodness in the Western Conference. They traded um, – both their first rounders, so like, that could be. Sure. So if you if if uh, Cavs draft, um, kind of look at twenty two and twenty nine. Those are picks now of Minnesota. So if um, they want to move up, definitely look at look at teams with multiple first rounders left, and then teams that um, are kind of um, stuck with money, too much money. Um, so like mostly playoff teams, like championship playoff teams, so look at those teams, too, to move up. Shoot, I, I didn't know I was muted. Speaking of too yeah. much money, I saw uh, 
I think I was watching pre-draft stuff. The Golden State Warriors, if they want to keep Jordan Poole and keep like their core group of guys that they just won a championship with, it's going to cost them like $300 million in luxury tax. Yeah. Because they're like the repeater, 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 repeater tax. Luckily for them, they uh, they make – I think they're the highest grossing team. Oh, by far. Lakeup <laughs> yeah. bought that – Lakeup's the – no. Lakeup's the GM. No, he's the owner. Is yeah. Lakeup? Yeah. He bought them for like less than yeah. a billion, and now they're worth like five-something I think billion. they're – I think besides like the Knicks or something, they're like the number one team. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're worth more than the Knicks now. Yeah, they might. Four championships in eight years. They're in California. The Lakers may be more. Oh, yeah, the uh, Lakers. Yeah, you probably right. LeBron. <laughs> All right, so anyway. we've been on this for an hour. It's by far the longest podcast I've ever did um, or ever done. I can't even talk. Do you want to stay on here longer and hope that the cast trade back in? Just stick to Twitter and just watch it. It's completely up to you. I'm fine with whatever. I do need to write this draft pick up, but I can do that while we're talking to Uh I think I think we can just we can end it here. Um, my computer's dying, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm fine with that. Any, uh, I know we talked about Ochai. We talked about the draft in general. Any final thoughts before you get going? I I just think with this pick, it's don't don't judge it right now. That's what I'm saying. Judge it judge it until the end of the draft, and then probably all the way to to training camp. Um, I think I think uh, they're not done, and I think it'll make more sense. Um, I think it already does make sense <laughs> because it fills a huge need for them. And uh, yeah, just uh, give it some time. And uh, I think I, as TD was telling him, I think we'll, we'll love fans will quickly love him. Um, and I think uh, just for the shooting aspect, it'll be much needed for this roster. Yeah, I agree. I don't like that his ceiling is basically nothing because he is who he is. His shooting will help. His defense will help. He can't. He can't his create himself. <laughs> but it is what. It, yeah. He, he's yeah. he's a three guy. He'll. I mean, I know we talked about Colin Sexton earlier. Detroit seems like a perfect fit for Colin Sexton. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how those negotiations go. Yeah. But he's a restricted free agent, so Detroit can throw however much money they want at Colin. <laughs> And it'll be interesting because they just took on Kemba. I'll, I'll see. I wonder how much that affects what they can do. Um, but I, I know they buy him out, but you still have. I think he still whatever. I still think they have so much though that it won't matter because even if they got DeAndre Ayton, I think it wouldn't yeah. have mattered. Still, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we'll see. So yeah, I mean, Colin Sexton. That's I mean, it's been the biggest question mark all yeah. off season. The next all couple, season too. Next couple weeks are gonna be fun. You got you got free agency for starting. Sure. What is it next week? I think July first is the legal tampering period, yeah. isn't it? The <laughs> so dumbest thing in sports. So that's when it starts. Um, <laughs> and then and then you have I think the week after is when um, the summer league is. So kind of. Yeah, I mean the NBA. There's literally no NBA offseason. Yeah, the NBA, the NBA finals just, literally just ended five days ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Game seven was five. No, it wasn't yeah. game seven. Was it game seven? Yeah, five days ago. Now we have the NBA draft. July 1st, NBA free agency, right after that, NBA Summer League, and then training camp, and then the season starts, and then it's a yeah. whole new cycle again. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they and the NFL know how to how to run the – keep their names in the news year-round. Baseball True not so that. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball somehow has the longest season. 
but the talked about the least. Seriously, right? <laughs> but with that, if you join us throughout this hour and 37 minutes live and comment and anything, we appreciate you. Sorry, this is like a live reactions podcast. It's not really like something that we didn't really deep dive at all because we had no idea who the Cavs were going to pick. I almost pre-wrote Jalen Williams. I'm glad I didn't because that would have been a waste of my time. But the Cavs selected Kansas sharpshooter, 3 and D guy that can't create for himself, but he can shoot, can't play defense, Ochai Agbaji. Joe Gilbert's computer is dying because I just heard the sound in the background. <laughs> I just got <laughs> so a text notification. <laughs> For those of you that join us live, we appreciate it. If you listen to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we appreciate you as well. We will either me, Seth, and Joe will likely do some sort of either podcast or like deep dive or write about Ochai in some way. But yeah, the the Jets are going there on pick twenty. The Cavs have picks 36, 49, and fifty six. If they keep them, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that there's no way they will keep them. They'll either trade them for first or future. If they are, we're going to be up a really late. Yeah. They're <laughs> going to trade them for either future picks or package them together and move up in the draft. Oh, bring them. Spurs. Bring them to the Spurs. Ooh, Spurs. nice. Good for him. But yeah, so thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you. We will be back with more Cavs content, both podcast and writing form sooner rather than later. And until then, and as always, go Cavs. Go Cavs. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.